Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and tonight we have a very special show. Uh, we have a full house today, but I uh, just introduce my my co-host, my regulars. Uh, we have Christian Putaliot with us. What's good, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming back. And yeah, it's going to be a good one, for sure. Yeah, and Rodrigo Segura, what's up, bro? How you doing? Hey, how's everyone doing? Hope, hopefully everyone's good. And yeah, welcome back to the show. Yeah, and so we're joined by, you know, two special guests from uh, the show Dynalytics. I believe you can catch them mostly on Spotify because I've tried looking elsewhere and Spotify was a place to uh, find them. But uh, we have, uh, I guess, you may know him as Old Soccer Guy and Herman Benitez, but man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, feel free, Eric, to go first. What's up, guys? Yeah, man, old, old soccer guy here, man. I appreciate the invite. I, I love it. I love listening to Dynamo Theory, and, and you're right, man. Dynalytics right now is only on Spotify, but we're, we're working on it. We're growing. We're just we're just trying to put the content out there right now. Just enjoy the time that we're having, and I appreciate it, man. Next town. And um, and again, we have Herman Benitez as well, the uh, co co-host of the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for uh, having us on. It's a it's a privilege and looking forward to chatting up some Dynamo with y'all tonight. So thank you for the invitation. Yeah, I mean, I wish we would have you guys in better circumstances, right? I mean, the season is starting to kind of fade away on us and, and all all of the guys that follow the Dynamo are seeing it maybe already with, with dice on the next season. Um However, there's still seven games to go, you know, 21 points out there. Um, just maybe, Christian, just your thoughts, man, on this match, you know, to get us kicked off and and, and we'll build from there, man. Uh, where to begin, right? Um, I think it, it's, it's another one of those uh, where we thought, I think, I don't know if we thought we had it in the bag. I think a lot of us winning into this game, you know, knowing what Minnesota was about, knowing what the the Dynamo was about. And, you know, you have that glimmer, glimmer of hope, especially when, you know, when you start uh, up top and, you know, you, you, but, you know, I guess if we go from the beginning, you know, just, you guys know my feelings about Corey Baird, you know how much I love the guy and everything that entails that relationship between me and him. Uh, but obviously, you know, he, he got, he got the score and everything, but then, you know, it just kind of, went downhill like he usually does towards the end. But I think overall in the, I guess we can take first half. Um, I think, you know, we're still the same dynamo that still has no, I don't know if I could say no identity, 
But, you know, when you're missing that link between, I think my, the biggest takeaway for me, just to, I guess, make it short so everybody can talk, is we need that connection between the defenders and the, and the forwards or the forward. And there's nobody there to actually connect the team and make it, you know, a, a nice coordinated thing or whatever it wants to be. And, you know, we're just missing that. And and I think it really showed in this game specific, well, in a lot of games, but on this one, I was able to see it more. Like there was really nothing there, especially when you're, I guess you're used to seeing Ache Ache kind of trying, attempting to be that. And then when he's not even there, even though he just started with the team, you can see how much we lack. And, you know, I want to shout out, you know, the piece that Rudy wrote, because I think it kind of explains everything that we've been feeling this whole year. So you know, go go read that. But yeah, that's those are my thoughts, I guess. Yeah, and Rodrigo, you know, the thing that Christian mentions, right? Not seeing Hector Herrera in the lineup definitely was a little bit of a shocker. Uh just because obviously it wasn't like he uh, he appeared on the av- availability report. Um so I think pretty much our prediction was it was gonna be two one uh uh Minnesota taking that win. And it kinda happened, but you know, I don't know. What's your thoughts on Acha Acha not being there and what you saw from the team without him, man? Yeah, and I have an Acha Acha there. I mean, obviously, it's kind of a concern. Like, why is he not there? Um, I think I was reading or seeing something that he might have, like, pulled a mu- not pulled a muscle, but, like, had a minor injury um, during, like, trainings or something like that that kind of held him back. So, obviously, you don't want to risk him taking it there, aggravating it more, and then you have a big game against LAFC, which, you know, we were trying not to get murder there, um, like a 6-0, 7-0 scoreline, but at least something that maybe, you know, we can push to at least gain some more points uh, at this point. Hopefully, you know, I, I really wish Nagabura's mentality is like, let's not be last, but I feel like Dynamo fans, that's our mentality now. Like, please don't be last. But as as far as him, you know, obviously we know the difference he makes on the field. But overall, I feel like the the thing that this team lacks the most has been um, their technical, you know, like their very basic, just control the ball, play a nice pass, don't lose it stupidly. Um, And, I mean, just watching the start of the game, I think, I'm sure you guys watched it, but just a kickoff. Like, literally send it back to Parker and Parker just send it to, like, I don't know, half field fans or whatever outside, like, what the hell is that? Like, come on, like, just play out of the bag, go slow. And I feel like that kind of dictated most of the game because our touches, our passing was just off all over the field. And yes, you know, Barry got that lucky chip shot, whatever he was trying to do. But overall, we just kind of saw that. And I mean, maybe you guys had a different, um, perspective but I I was looking at the game and I was like yeah this is gonna go downhill like there's no way we're gonna hold this lead or even come close and sure enough you know we found a way to lose that game um very disappointing but you know your thoughts guys yeah I mean uh the game itself like you said we we expecting the fact of you know you played Minnesota without their best player in Bebelo Reynoso at home uh, and then having to go play away, you know, in their stadium and trying to get points is difficult already. And even though we were up 1-0, I've said this before, I think the depth, you know, of the team is so 
week that, you know, doesn't matter who Nagamura tries to put in uh, to close out the game. It just non-existent. But, uh, man, we'll, we'll start with you, Eric, or OSG, whatever you want me to call you, man. Um, but, you know, your thoughts on, on, on this match. On, on, you know, overall, you don't have to – I know you guys tend to break down the game, you know, minute by minute. Uh, but just the overall thoughts that, that you may have on this game, man. Yeah, man. So the game was – it was a typical Dynamo game. What we ex- what we expect from them, it's the inconsistency, but the consistency. We we play well. We look well at some points, and then we blow the game at the end when we're actually competitive. And it was just, uh, you know, at least the Flintstones back there, Parkley and Stairs, they held it down for the most part. It was, uh, you know, frustrating, frustrating to watch. It was difficult. And y'all, y'all talk about like, what was expected? I felt it. I was talking to Ramon about it. We felt it coming. And it just, you know, you're optimistic sometimes, but you knew it was coming. And then that goal came and then the, the, the goal right behind it to give Minnesota the lead. It was just, man, uh, it's, it's, it's typical right now. And it's frustrating. And there's a lot of blame both yeah. ways. Yeah. And I, and I think one of the big issues, well, not the big issue, but I think we do see the, you know, the team overall given their all, I don't feel like they've ever like quote unquote given up, you know, but the talent is just not there at a certain time of the game when you need it, uh, whether it be to just maintain the lead or get back into the game is really difficult. You know, especially when when one of your key creators, it's uh, you know, thirty thirty four year old Colombian Darwin Quintero, which top player, but he's he's not you know in his prime anymore. Um, but Herman, man, let's you know your thoughts on the match and and how you how how uh, depressed that you became after getting that two one man. <laughs> man, depression's a strong word, but. I've been critical of uh, Naga, and I actually I do believe that some of the players were kind of giving up be, uh, prior to this game. But I I I honestly was pleasantly surprised, shocked that one we got that that score right before halftime. Um, like we we played them well up up to that point. You know, um, my only criticism is. Uh, don't don't defend the goal you know at, at at this point of the season what the hell do you have to lose you know but at the same time i i understand he's trying to get a win because we haven't gotten one in forever right i just personally think that defending one nil is is too is too soon um and we you know we 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 had a couple chances before they scored their first goal you know sebas had that strike in the in the box um I'm not going to criticize him for that because I always say just make the goalkeeper save it, which he did. You know, the, he blasted it right at the goalkeeper. Um, and then Fafa, you know, his famous uh, uh, cut in and then finesse it with his right. Um, it was a good opportunity. I, I, I honestly was personally surprised that we were up 1-0 that late, you know, against, like you said, a top Western Conference opponent as a visitor. But... I don't want to say we knew it was coming, but you know, you could feel it and you hope it doesn't happen. And I didn't think we were going to lose. 
I I thought it was gonna end one one after they uh they got that uh which I think I, I don't blame Fafa for this at all. I thought he was genuinely defending, you know. I think he wasn't expecting a shot. I thought he was expecting a cross on the goal. Um, uh, after that, I, th- I thought we were gonna hold the one one, but sadly, you know, uh, we know we know what happened. But um, the lack of talent, going back to that, I think that's the bigger picture. I think that's the bigger picture that all of our us and the fans have to understand. And even I think that was the front office's um, mistake when they took this job. I think they thought it was gonna be a quicker turnaround. I thought they had more talent than what they they realized they do. And I think that's what the fans have to understand. This offseason is going to be critical for the team, but I don't think it's going to fix all the holes that we have on this squad. And you touched on it. We have no depth. It's going to be it's going to be a long, tedious process for the fan base to to get the squad where we need it to be a and B. You see the league grow and the talent pool in the league get better by the year. So that's the other problem. You know, we think about the 06, the 07s, but compare the league back then to what it is now. And it's a whole new ball game, And we're way behind and trying to play catch up. I think that's the bigger problem. Yeah. And no, that's absolutely right. I mean, we're behind like eight, nine years, you know, to a lot of the teams and, you know, they're much better, whether it be, you know, Seattle, you know, like the teams that have a lot of history and not a, you know, have been very successful. Um, and Christian, I just wanted to, you know, one thing that Herman mentioned was the own goal, right? At Fafa, which I agree, man. I mean, there's, he was just trying to make a play, you know, this defensive play unlucky. Then it went in. Um, but we also saw, the young kid, right? The kid we've been asking for, Nelson Quiones, get get some minutes. And in my opinion, he looked well. Like, he looked good. I uh, gave a little bit of flash on the attack. The second goal, could we blame it on him or miscue mis- with, with uh, you know, Lumpkins on the on the left side of the field? Maybe. Uh, but just your thoughts, Christian, on, on that, those two goals that Minnesota ended up scoring. Well, to to be honest and fair, um, I funny enough, my I was I was watching the game and then my parents came over. Literally a minute seventy eight, they walked into the door. So I had the game on and I was watching it with my dad. But you know, I was kind of like trying to you know play host. You know, you want something to drink and this and that. So and then I see my dad just go like this, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Like literally, my soul just I was like. Could we could we really like pull this one? You know, just a one zero Minnesota. Everybody thought we were gonna you know get blown out of the water. A really good team in Minnesota, obviously fighting for like uh, home advantage in the playoffs. Like they're not even thinking about you know making it to the playoffs or, or fighting for anything in the playoffs. They, they want just a home advantage. So you know, us coming in, you know, we were terrible underdogs, and you know we were like we we're just gonna get it. We're gonna get this one. We're gonna be happy. You know, just before we lose to, uh, I don't know, to whoever we're going to lose next or whatever, you know, what other game we're going to blow out. And, and then that happened, right? And so, but I just went back and I actually watched it. And and yeah, I mean, if you guys heard Nagamura after the game, he talked about the poor decision-making. I mean, why would you play out the back with the, all the, you know, like, there's so much pressure. There's 10 minutes left in the game and you want to put the ball 
and play closer, like the closest to your goal as you can. Like those are the things that, you know, when when you analyze soccer, when you watch soccer, when when you kind of understand a little bit of soccer, you're like, no, just blast the shit out of, you know, to the other side of the world as much as possible. Le Ferreira gated run <laughs> to the corner kick. As it was mentioned on Twitter, I forgot who said it, but somebody kind of made a comment about it, uh, which I thought it was funny. And, but yeah, just kind of get it away, you know, get it away from your goal, get it, get it as, as far as you can time waste, uh, you know, just touch the ball the the farthest away, you know, from your goal as, as possible, but no, they decided to go uh, play on the, play on the back. And, and that's the, the thing, like, when you have a team and, you know, and you look at the roster that you have, you have to play your strengths, right? You have to play, you know, you know, you're not great at moving the ball in the back. Like look at your center backs, you know, look at the guys that you have. They're not great ball handlers. Like they don't, they're not built to like come out the back. You know, they, I mean, me personally, I don't think so. Right. I think if you like, have the Davy makes sense, but yeah, not the other guys. Right? Yes, I, I agree. Teenage <laughs> has a little bit of, I don't know, vision, I guess we could say. Because, like, I mean, he has actually put through balls that ended up in goals. So, you know, you can kind of see a little bit more vision of him, you know, more forward thinking. But when you have, like, you know, not to name him, but, like, Stairs and Parker who are, you know, just defenders, you know, not good ball handlers from the back, you can't just, like, play the ball like that. And then when you look at the – you know, if you want to get super technical, when you look at the positioning – of Parker when he receives the ball, like he has his back yeah. to the whole field, you know, like when you receive a ball like that, you have to, you know, look forward, push the ball forward. You don't want to push the ball back into the middle. It was just, you know, terrible defending that obviously ended on a foul. Obviously, you know, Fafa doesn't, I think Fafa actually played one of one of his best games, honestly, but even though he didn't do much and, you know, it's just a silly mistake. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the second game, yeah, to miscommunication. You have a kid that's just starting. I mean, he's eighteen year old, eighteen years old, coming in on a one-one game when you know you're being pressured. And I think it was a miscommunication between Lundy and 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 him and Quinones. Uh, but then, but then you know you see all the other cluster because like if you go, like I said, if you go deep and dive and analyze all the runs that were made, how did this guy? manage the the guy that put the pass back he managed to run from outside of the box with no pressure inside of the box with no pressure and look up a couple times and then put a nice ball to a guy running with no pressure on him like literally i think parker was the only one that was marking him in and that was it you know dorsey could have maybe stepped up uh vera could have stepped up you know it was just like a bunch of players like that just kind of let let it be, you know, and and yeah. I think we earned that goal against us. But I'll yeah, it looked like uh, Herman. Before I guess you you know you forget your your thought and go for it, man. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, OSG actually analyzed that play as well, and and he's he made an observation, and I'll let him I'll let him tell us the observation he made where we could have prevented that first goal from happening. But I just want to say this. They played that way. I I agree with everything Christian just said. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I think uh, we get too cute, just just freaking yeah. clear it away, right? My point is, they do that because that's the style that Paulo likes. You know, that's the way they've been ingrained this whole season, and and we've seen it. You know, sadly, um, 
they should have more awareness. Like you said, like you touched on it, um, that Parker, you know, should, should be already knowing what's around him, you know? Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're on mute, bro. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. Cause that's a great thought German because, um, like for example, I, I forgot who I heard it from, but it was like a, a really famous known coach that he loved playing at the back. Right. And, and he tells his players, you know, if you get scored on by playing out the back, how I told you to do it, the goal is on me. Right. And, and I think, you know, that coach, you know, putting that responsibility on him, like that's very commendable because he knows mm-hmm. and he has a clear vision of what he wants. Right. And like, you know, Germán was pointing out, that's probably what they wanted. But then, you know, right to your point, but then, you know, you have Nagamura coming out after the game and basically, I don't know if it's going against his guys, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, he said, you know, they should have thought, you know, they should have, you know, analyzed better. They should have thought about it better. They should have been smarter. So, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I don't, it's like, who should be blamed? You know, do we blame the the, the coaching head that tells you to play out the back every single time or do we blame the players for for actually you know looking at the at the clock and knowing there's 10 minutes left and just banging it out you know why like i i completely understand herman's point and that is not that i want to pick a fight or anything no but, that's good know, this is good you know it's like you know two sides of the coin because if if nagamura would have came out and said you know what i take the blame for it because you know, I told them to do it, then yeah, you know, hey, Parker, well, it is what it is. And, and I would res- it, yeah, 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 exactly. I would respect Soccer them more. IQ. Yep. Exactly. I would re- right. I would respect uh, yeah. Nagamura more because exactly. this is not the first time he's thrown the team under the bus. And this is why I, I lean the way that I lean, right? Yeah. Because yes. I feel like that the locker room slowly crippling away. Had he said that first goal is on me because that's my style of play. I, that's on me. You, you gain the player's confidence. Like, Oh, okay. I'm not going to get chastised. Like I, I was doing my exactly. best, you know, that that's the point I wanted to make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, sorry and, for the interruption. No, no, you're good, man. And now I was just going to say, it's also uh, uh, what uh, <laughs> OSG mentioned. He said, IQ. It's a lot of that too, man. You have to be able to understand the situation. You know, it doesn't matter how often you have to play. I mean, it would just, a bad play altogether of, you know, we, we had a Rodrigo and I'll, I'll let you get, get some words in here because there, we had a, you remember we had a goalie, you know, playing just, you know, um, Sunday league that would give you like the worst passes. And he would straight up say like, in Spanish, he would say like, se la pone difícil. Like, dude, you're already putting your, you know, somebody in a bad situation, but Rodrigo, apart from, you know, the goals and, uh, I mean, we got to see DQ come in so late as well, you know, that it was really the game was lost. But your thoughts on that as well, man, or whatever you need to want to add on. Yeah, no, I just want to scratch that thing. But, yeah, I feel like you don't blame Nagamura on, on this goal. I, and he shouldn't accept the blame for it because at the end of the day, these are professionals. I mean, you don't really coach, don't pass it to the middle that close. You know, if his style of play, you're going to go wide. You know, yes. if you're passing it right in front when there's pressure, that's on you. I mean, that's the goalkeeper's decision. That's Steve Clark telling them just push up, like screw it, you know, just, keep, you know, so we can clear it. But I feel like Nagamura has no blame to the. If you play out 
um, out the back. It's just going to always be to your wings and you build play there if they're open, but obviously they weren't. Um, and then, you know, to, to hit on uh, DQ, I feel like it's starting to be mo- more noticeable that he's on his way out, but I feel like him playing less and less every time is kind of like, hey, I'm just going to try and new guys, see how they feel, fit in. Um, I'm not saying that Nagamura's point of view is like not make the playoff, but at this point, and I think I kind of mentioned that before, I, I would like to see it, and I think we're kind of seeing it, is let's bring in the guys that are going to be here for next season, like Guiones, you know, giving him more of a try. Um, the, the guys that are actually moving forward with the team, other than, you know, what we have already, and most likely they're going to be, you know, what are we going to lose? Maybe like a good eight guys from the team so far, maybe more. Um, yeah. Starting 11, probably, you know, you're, you're probably losing about five or six, so. It's kind of pointless to just keep kind of going to the same thing if we're not going to make the playoff. Yeah, and uh, OSG man, any anything you want to add? Yeah, dude. Like like I said, the, so- the soccer IQ right there. Nagamore is trying to play the style and, and and park the bus and try to win the game, even though it's one nothing. And you know, we complain about his tactics all the time, but you know the, the Minnesota was pressing and they were way super high, so. I agree about that. I forget if it was you, Rudy, or Christian who said, let's just, just just kick the ball to the next planet over, and then let's let's defend there and work our way back if we're going to park the bus. You know, Park uh, Clark should have gotten rid of the ball. And to credit, Vera should have turned because space was available to yeah. him. And instead of turning, he played it back to the keeper, who put Parker in a bad situation. Parker, being dumbfounded, got stuck in trouble and then committed the foul. And, you know, and then – you know, I, I didn't blame – go back to Ramon. I didn't blame Fafa for the goal. I blame Fafa for his positioning yeah. on the goal. He, he was – he should have been standing in a different position. So when the ball comes at him, he's not he's not standing sideways and it's going to be a deflection instead of the ball bouncing off of him. And that was my fault with Fafa standing in this position. He wasn't marking nobody. He was behind the wall. He should have been facing the ball instead of standing sideways. And that's my fault on Fafa. But – you know, it's it's just the soccer IQ just is, is annoying. The second goal, like you said, Lundy and you know this, I, I blamed it on Lundy because he's the experienced guy. He's yeah. a captain. He should have known. Help the kid out. Tell the kid let's communicate. They both let the other guy go. It was a free pass, and then we're set up. And then, like Christian said earlier, the the dude made a run in the middle. Nobody was marked. Clear goal. You know, you saw it coming. We deserved it. We that's how we lose, and that's what we're expected right now. And unfortunately, that's how it goes. The soccer IQ sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. But so he here, you know, begs the question, right? We have seven games left. Uh, there's a lot of good teams that we're gonna face, starting with obviously LAFC. You know, midweek, and then we'll face them again, and then a couple another LA guy. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll face good competition uh, that is left. And uh, but my question here is. When do we start playing some of the young guys? I, I don't necessarily think that we should start throwing a bunch of guys in, but the, because I do believe that the way that we've seen Nagamura, you know, give like Barlow sometimes and uh, Miket, what's his name, Silva sometime, and uh, you know, Quinone is getting some time, but you know, I don't want to necessarily play every single Houston Dynamo Dose players out there and burn them, but. 
you know, when should we start seeing more of them? And, you know, maybe even like the ones that we have maybe been asking for and have questions of whether they're going to be here or not like Palomino. Right. I mean, we've, we, there's this hype over Palomino. Uh, He's hasn't been at his best with Dynamo Dose, even though he's been scoring, you know, set pieces, but is he going to make that step to the next level? And, and I'll let uh, you, Herman, uh, you know, kick us off with that topic. No, I think, uh, let me, let me ask the panel. I'll answer the question by asking all of y'all a question. The two, one victor, uh, defeat before the game started, forget about if I tell you, Hey, we're going to go to Minnesota. We're going to lose two, one. You probably would have been like, okay, that's, that's pretty decent. You know, like that's pretty good. Does that moral victory do anything for you? That's the moral a victory. The moral victory is that you played a, a, a top Western foe at their house. Toe for toe. Yeah, it sucks that you lost, but you played well the first half. Well, you know? I, and I think that that goes for like most of the season, right? I think you guys especially did probably break down the game, you know, stat for stat. Uh, have seen that, you know, if you look at possession or shots or shots on goal, it's always very similar to the opponent that you lose by, usually by a goal unless you're Philadelphia Union that just, you know, obliterates sure. everybody. Yeah. But to me, you know, we've it's been a long time since we look good away from home. Now we start tracking it back to home and it, we look so flat sometimes. So the more victory of playing well away, it's obviously a good one at the end of the day because you are seeing some kind of development happening or some kind of, you know, shift in mentality when you're facing away opponent, especially top tier. Now, going back to LAFC, you know, they're right now, you know, top of the league. And we're going to find out what that really looks like when we face them twice, you know, by the end of the year. Um, but anybody else wants to, you know, answer his there, Yeah. There was, there was no moral victory here. This, <laughs> okay, this, okay. this was, hey, this is what we did. We've done all season. We started off the season good, and then we started, we faltered. And then so, we've had so that, a lot of bad, but so we've done this. We we win and then we lose. So okay, it's so that answers. Had, yeah, that adds to my that that basically makes my point. That's my case. What difference does it make if I put a bunch of youngsters and we get raped three one four one as opposed to two one uh, uh, this weekend? Yeah, none. Right, that's just, I, saw, I, I rather I, I rather. I, I'd rather get my youngsters, get experience, get development in games that don't matter anymore. We're not making the playoffs. So when the start of next season comes, they at least have some experience and aren't learning on the go. But if you get them obliterated, they may not even want to come well, back, man. <laughs> and, and I kind of have a sort of an answer to that. So Nagamore, where did he come from? Second team. Right. Who's doing well right now? Second team. Does he want to interfere I, I kind of has he has a feelings for the second team right now, and I think he's and just by he he's not using those players and he's he's leaving Donna Dose alone pretty much. They're doing so well. They got a playoff run. I think he's he's forgetting he's a first team coach now, and yeah. he's he's going back to he's a second team, and he doesn't want to interfere with him. He doesn't want to 
He doesn't want to crush their morale. Yeah. Even though our morale's crushed, our locker room's lost. And you can see Nagamore on the sideline from the beginning of the season to now. There's no emotion no more. He's sitting back. He's leaning back. In the video right now, he's like this in the freaking chair. Holding his fucking chin. All right, excuse me. Holding his chin. And you're talking uh, about a press I, conference he, or just during the game? No, during the game when they pan over to him, he's he's chilling. I, he, yeah, I don't. I'm not seeing the emotion anymore. To where he's. I, into I, the I will game disagree and, there because I, I definitely see him a very animated on the on the. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe they just catch him at the wrong time, but yeah, no, I, I still see that. You know, he gets in people's. Uh, faces and tries to you know get people positioned correctly and stuff like that i do see that drive that that he tries to push you know players but there is times though that he yeah. does seem a little mellow when maybe he shouldn't be right and and so and, mm-hmm. and i think that's what I'm, I'm seeing like of course he's still coaching during the game he's still trying he still has the players that he likes and the players that he doesn't like it it's just certain moments like you shouldn't be sitting down, man. You just like, come on, just let's let's just keep going, let's keep coaching. But yeah, you know, well, I'll let I'll let Christian, you know, move to whatever you know, because Christian is the Gazillion question guy. But uh, <laughs> the only thing that I wanted to add was, you know, something that maybe to you know to your point, OSG, the fact that he is a you know came from being a academy coach, right at the end of the day. Uh, but the mentality of knowing when, you know, a player is ready and when it's not, because in the past, right, and, and I don't want to get too far in the past because maybe next season Nagamura is not here, so it doesn't really matter. But um, we've seen other coaches just throw in players for a minute or two and then never seen those players again, right? I mean, Juan Castilla is one of them. Uh, Palomino was one of them. They would come in and at a time and they just never showed up again so to me that doesn't develop you as a player you know it develops you more when they throw you in like an Ethan Barlow or again you know the defender Silva that it's like hey you know you've been playing you're informed let's give it a try they actually perform well and then you know you move them to a different different uh role back to their their uh Dynamo Dose in this case but Christian what do you want to add man um well I wanted to I think I think the the the, the question that uh, Herman asked about you know the the um, is there like a moral victory? I I agree with you guys. I don't think there there isn't like a moral victory, and 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 kind of losing the way that you that you do lose. But I think like because for example, I don't think this this team plays like has a has an identity, right? Like I don't think they they don't they like you say in Spanish. Sorry, OSG. Hopefully, you understand. But like they say, no juegan a nada. Like they don't, they don't, they don't play for anything. They don't play for nothing, right? Like they right. don't, they don't. You don't know what they're doing. Um, one of the reasons why I like Tap Ramos, and I know everybody kind of hated him, and and it's understandable. You know, two seasons, last place. But I like Tap Ramos because he had an identity, and and even though sometimes it was completely off, and like you know, he was he was probably a terrible first team coach. But I think coaching wise, he had a, a like an, a, something that he wanted to instill, but you know, he just wasn't it. Cause I mean, you have to remember this team that Nagarimura is playing with, it's basically almost 90% the same team that he, that Tab Ramos was playing with. You know, you can make some changes here and there, but the quality of players is basically the same, right? Like 
there's not a big giant jump other than like Ache Ache, but or maybe Coco, but you know, there's not really a lot of difference, you know, between who we who Ramos had and who Nagamura has, right? Therefore, I guess the only thing that not pisses me off, but I dislike about Nagamura is just like the the way that he um like the you you don't know what this team like you don't know what they play. You know, like you go you go to the MLS website, you know, shows you the the past distribution chart type thing, and it's always different. And and there's not even like a cohesive, you know, map of whatever passes. You know, it's just the ball is everywhere. And and then you can also see the players, right? Like there's not really a player that controls the ball. There's not really a player that, you know, keeps the ball, wants the ball, wants to move the ball. There's not a player that, you know, kind of creates anything. And you can say Quintero is that player, but when you have Quintero who cannot play 90 minutes, who cannot play 60 minutes at times, you know, that you don't have a player, period, you know? Uh, one of, so, you know, that's that's my point. I think, the, I think, well, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that we should, you know, we will see in the future. But if Nagamura gets players that he wants or that he, he thinks that they're going to fit with his style, then honestly, I would like to see what style it is. But to this moment, I don't know what the style is, you yeah. know, and and I know you, like Herman just, you know, did some formations, but, you know, I honestly, me, when I look at like field positioning, like I don't I honestly don't care about formations and maybe because I didn't grow up with them. You know, I don't care if you play like a four, four, two, a four, three, five, two, five, you know, like I think the soccer nowadays that has become like very numbers wise. And I think, well, you know, and a lot of people don't like this, but which is fine. But I think we all see soccer differently in a way. But to me, it's, it's like soccer is one of the most fluid sports there is. You know, it's not basketball that, you know, everybody has a spot, a place. You know, it's like it's not like football that you literally read off a book. You know, it's not like baseball. Baseball is kind of fluid. But then again, there's only one. But, but you need one some motion. You know what organization. I mean? Organization. Rodrigo, you, you it look like you wanted to add something. Yes. Unless, you, unless okay, your dog ahead. is barking. Go ahead, Rodrigo. <laughs> I'll talk about the kids no, my in dogs. a second. <laughs> my dog probably would will work, but um, no. I mean, as far as that identity, that Nagamura style, I feel like it's hard to find it because, again, our tech, like the players' technical ability is not there, and nobody plays simple. That's the thing. Like yep. we have Fafa trying to do too much with the ball. We have Memo, you know, trying to go around in circles most of the time, trying to find a pass, but he's doing too much. Just if you don't find it, play it back let somebody else redistribute. I feel like at times we see the Nagamura style and it looks, okay, you know, this is going to work. But then after a while, it just switches back to the normal two seasons ago kind of style of the players just doing whatever they want on the field. And I guess Nagamura is not like pushing it away because like it's kind of more like a, what do you call it? Like a defense mechanism from the player, like shit. You know, this is going downhill. Let's kick it back to our old style. And we still lose, so it doesn't help. But the times Nagamura has been looking good, you know, I I see that side. I see how he plays from the back. I, I see why Herrera is coming in and decides to drop back a little bit more playing um, like a defensive mid so you can control more of the, the back and ball distribution. I see how, you know, the wings and like Nagamura has a plan before, you know, when he brings in Thor or somebody how they kind of um, flow pretty well with um, the striker, whoever might be at that time or whatever. I feel like we have a good thing going. It's just 
the biggest blame, and you know, and I don't want to start a whole new topic, but it was would have been last year when Tab was on the downhill and everybody was like, fire him, fire him, bring somebody new. And they just waited till the season ended. I feel like that biggest blame that at that point, we're not going to go to playoffs. We are having a losing season. Just end it there. Who who cares who you bring in, but at least you bring somebody that can have like a longer preseason or a better um, unity with players to figure out who you're going to bring in. Because now we just wasted a whole season to do just that yeah. and who knows you know that this this season this coming up season is going to be a little bit of the same yeah um unless we can put like a <laughs> i'm sure you guys watch the premiere but um nottingham forest and just sign 19 new players <laughs> you know i mean because that's what we are i, I think we're relegation has money for that second. yeah <laughs> well exactly but i'm like we're a relegation technically yeah. team that is trying to bang bingo that's a big that's a word right there people forget that there is no relegation right i mean you can be last place forever like colorado rapids was for like a long time and they're still there you know they're they're still there they're not going anywhere but christian did you want to add something to what rodrigo saying before we pass it on to someone uh no no because i was gonna ask him you know because he said you know sometimes we see the, that identity i wanted to ask him what what is it because <laughs> i don't <laughs> i see it. well it's, it's like, a, i mean it's a, it's a little bit of possession and porque, yeah because coming out the back i feel like everybody the, the wing. everybody yeah, everybody yeah, comes but, out of the back everybody doesn't everybody does like for example if you look at that the dynamo those you clearly see what kenny is trying to do like you clearly See, but that. there's but there's a difference there because Kenny has been in the academy system for years, you know, exactly. and he's known those guys for years. And and, the, and he was yeah. with Brasses. Wood. I mean, there's that's kind of like, players. They, yeah, that that's kind of like what you're trying to build, and you know that doesn't happen overnight. But I no, think, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, OSG man, go for it, man. Well, Looks like you you want to say something, man. No, it's just it's, it's Dynados is a different is a different story than Dynamo. It's just the players we know the players are crap, and 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 like I said, the we, we brought in Pat Alsen a little bit late. We brought in Nakamura a little bit late. So they they decided to re-sign some of these freaking players and keep them on after two wooden spoons. Like they could do something like their weapons or something. But uh, it just in the end, after after everything, this is a this was a throwaway freaking season. Yeah. And, I, there better be an overhaul like we're expecting. And I agree. We've got y'all have gone through it. I, we've gone through it. All the contracts that are up, all the the options that are up. I'm expecting ten to fourteen new players on this team. You know, out of the thirty, I'm hoping that those are kind of those players. And and so that's it's it's going to be a totally different. It'll be Nagamore's players. It'll be Nagamore's style. And we know what Stali is trying to play. Right. We know, but they just can't execute it at all. They see it sometimes, but uh, they just they, they can't finish. And you know, so yeah. Well, we, Herman, I know you're going to add something. I was going to ask you something real quick. Um, you know, obviously he hit on the fact of the uh, the amount of players that we should see right a turnover or of of you know who's leaving and coming in, but a lot of this pressure that Nagamura just, and, and it's normal, right? The coach is always going to get the blunt of it when the, the team is not doing well. But I feel like as much as Pat Onstad is, you know, a, a legend of the club, he doesn't get 
any, you know, criticism at times. I'm like, how do you sign a guy out of watching YouTube videos and Taguinho, right? And just uh, somebody telling you the guy is good. And and that's a critical player that Nagamori is trying to find a winger. And that was just a complete miss. So we really Credit have to, to him. He admitted it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ex- Credit yeah. to him, he admitted it. Yeah. Exactly. No, and and that's one of the best things, right? We we've said it before. Is it good that he admitted it, or is it bad that we he we found out that he told us? I think it's it's both, obviously. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, Herman, just just your thoughts on that as well, man. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, the GM is who brings in the players for whatever the coach is asking and needing to make you know, his same work, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to touch on two of the previous subjects that we talked about as well before answering the question. One, I agree with Rodrigo. Uh, the style of play that Nagamura is trying to do is possession-based and play out the wings, kind of like this new soccer style where the CDM drops in the line and then it becomes a back three and then your wingbacks become your left and right midfielder. That's kind of the style that I've seen that we try to play. Um, the problem is that I hate it because it's possession without um, clear intent. Yeah, a, a good chunk of your possession is the center backs passing it left and right, left and right. That's what boils my blood. But and and I think like a lot of it is because we're missing that creative piece. You know, right? Like you touch that. You can keep the, the bridge, ball. Yeah. You know, eighty minutes, but you're gonna lose in the other ten, and that's what exactly. we exactly. Exactly. So I do agree with Rodrigo. That's the point I was trying to make. And, and I, I agree with him. The second point is, uh, OSG said, uh, Paulo doesn't want to touch Dyna Dose because they're rocking and rolling. Well, if Dyna Dose wins the championship, hooray, that's awesome. We're all going to go see them probably because we're the diehards, you know. But what is the point of Dyna Dose? To win championships or develop players for Dynamo? And it's the second one, develop players for the Dynamo. So I don't care if the team's doing good. Like, I, if I need to develop players that are going to play in the Dynamo. And I want to add a further point. If I got a younger player, and you're telling me right now, Rudy's telling me the depth is garbage, then a younger player has a higher probability of making this squad than another MLS squad. Yeah. Then why I mean, are we giving him the chance? Well, we saw Beto Avila, you know, to counter that. You know, we did see someone get pulled up that was hot, you know. I mean, Avila is still like the lead scorer. I, I, in I'd rather Dose. see Avila. Yeah. He has that flair. He has that strength. You know, he has that picardia. You know, he was at least taking on people. You know, he, he could be a winger in that fourth. But we threw in Adam. Corey Baird, man, and he got, you know, his head wrapped up in a bandage and scored some <laughs> weird goal. I don't know how, but Rodrigo, what did you want to add? He looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> he does look cool. Nah, I, I really had nothing to add. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, uh, 
of this topic. Oh, I thought uh, maybe it was Christian. I thought someone raised their hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because you know how you know it's Christian. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, of course it's Christian. To 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 add to Herman's point, you know, because he's talking about how you know the the second team is supposed to like create you know players and stuff like that, and and it's funny because you know Nagamura came from a from a number two team, right? And a lot I remember a lot of people gave him shit because his record was trash in SKC two, but. Isn't isn't that what it's supposed to be? You know, like you know, let's just say Kenny Bundy yeah. uh, gets picked up by whoever, right? Uh, are they going to look at you know his record as a as a coach, or are they? Because it's interesting. Like you have to think about these things because you know when you're a coach, you like you have to coach you know the team and, and create a team and, and win championships, right? That's one of the things you you, you don't coach to lose, right? But when you're a coach of a second team, like you're not only coaching a team, but you're also kind of creating, developing, you know, new stars, new product for the first team. So, now, you know, a lot of young guys came out of Kansas City that, you know, now, you know, Busio, that's the first one that obviously comes to mind. That's the only one that comes to mind to you, bro. That's it. Yeah, well, I mean, because I, I love Busio. Like Busio, like me watching Busio at Kansas City. But the, the his IQ of soccer, it's fucking tremendous. I think like, that's Brooklyn Reigns right there. That's who's you know. Yeah, well, Busio is a little bit more forward. But this but is yes. this is what yeah. I was gonna add. OSG, isn't it easier when the team is doing well, you know, when the first team doing well to integrate, you know, those younger players, right? I mean, oh we, yeah, yeah, Seattle, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, of course, yeah, that's a great example, Seattle. They have a strong second team, a very strong second team. St. Louis is building for their next season. They have a strong second team already. Yeah, it's, it's easier to integrate because your team's playing well. And and Nagamore doesn't. He, he comes from the second team from the academy per se, and he doesn't want to risk these kids. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm what I'm seeing. And you don't integrate them into a second into a first team. He sucks. Yeah, exactly. Sucks. Too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, so what do you but? At the same time, Mikhail, uh, Palomino, yeah. the, some of those Bart players, they're, of course, Bart, they're, they're out of contract too. At the same time, do we yeah. are, are, do we know that we're saving them? Do we, we need to see what we can do. Yeah. And yeah. granted, we're not eliminated yet, but I mean, we have what seven games you said. So I, I think we're one or two games away before we have to start seeing the kids. And if we don't start seeing the kids, then there's, there's got to be some Romans going on. And we, we do need to start seeing those kids because we have something to build for next season and going to the off season. We're not going to the playoffs. So let's, let, let, let's get that engine rolling. I think y'all even mentioned it too. Victor Arise has mentioned it. 20, 28, 29 games to the season, 27 different starting lineups. Yeah. Let's incorporate the kids a little bit. Let's just give them a try. And you would think, uh, Herman, I'll let you go, but, um, you would think that, you know, they're playing, to, you know, Wednesday and then they're playing on Sunday. There should be some players, right, that should get an opportunity. Oh, yeah. But, Herman, go for it, man. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to answer your, the question that you originally asked me about Pat Onstead. Um, I agree that he deserves a little bit more criticism and, and this offseason is extremely critical for him. Um, it's easy to hit on a player when you break your transfer fee. Um, it's easy to hit on a player when he plays Champions League in La Liga. Um, but what about the depth signings, right? Yeah. The Quiñones, the Tiaguinos, 
And those are the ones that really make or break the team and, and a GM essentially, right? I agree. Um, and then also, I don't know what's going to happen with Paulo. Hopefully Nagamura learns from this season and next year he can be better, you know, and hopefully those, uh, uh, the the results show on the pitch, but if they don't, that's another reason to criticize Pat Onstad. Sure. We all love him. We all love him because he's a club legend. You know, he's in the golden age of our team, and I believe in him because he has a proven track record in Columbus. You know, um, but if next year the signings that he does this offseason and the cleanup that that he does this offseason doesn't pan out, then you have reason to start criticizing him as well. So I yeah. just want to point that out there. Yeah, no, I question. think I think you have to. I think again, the coach, no matter who it is, you know, it's always going to be the one that takes all the criticism, right? It doesn't matter if you know a cat ran into the field and somehow hit the hit the cat and it went in. That was the coach's fault, right? It, it gets to that point. It, it's always going to be uh, points to the coach, but we have to also, you know. Take those blind, you know, eyes that we may carry just because of, you know, the Onstad that we all remember, right? The guy that brought us the titles, you know, as a player, the one that loves the city. But at the end of the day, you're doing your job. You know, you're getting paid to do a specific thing to change the club. Um, and Rodrigo, you know, I want to get that perspective as well from you. You know, what what are your thoughts on that? I mean... I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of stuck right now on just a. I was just thinking about this real quick. Go for it. But man. like the uh, Get it off your chest, bring, yeah. Well, no, bringing the younger players in and all that. I feel that I I personally don't want to see Dynamo with those players even come up. Just maybe a little bit more like Avila or even just throw in Palomino just to give him a chance. He's gonna be if he's gonna make anything, you know. Just give him this last two games of. Are you basically worthy enough to stay in a division, per se, division one team, or are you just not cut out for it? I feel like this is his final test because I mean he's what twenty one now. Um, he's getting older, and you know the the thing that I kind of associate this Dynamo with those team, which you know we've thrown it out there. Oh, maybe they should start playing the young guys. Maybe Dynamo does is doing so well they might do something. You know, with the first team or getting them more mixed. I feel that's kind of stupid just because, you know, we see other leagues where they have young players and they loan them out to second division team. And I feel like Here that's what go. our Dynamo does. This is a second division team that not everybody's going to get called up. Not everybody's going to make it to that first team, but they might make something of themselves later on or get sold or whatever. But they're not ready to be playing that first, you know, first team. Um, so yeah, I mean, on that and, and I kind of linking it to uh, Pat, you know, yes, he has big decisions to make because he needs to bring, I'm not saying high caliber players, but players that understand the game and that have, have been playing in a competitive league. Well, and not necessarily, they don't, they don't have to be young, young. Yeah. You have to bring also kind of those, you know, rough, you know, diamonds or whatever, like somebody that it's. It's uh has gotten minutes in a first team or first, you know, division league. Hell, even if it's back to getting players from Honduras or El Salvador, like players that are getting tons of minutes, unlike some of those 
promising stars that we really are really unknown, right? I mean, even if you go back and look at or try to find highlights of a Nelson Kionis, you get like one highlight. So you don't even necessarily are able to see much of this guy. And it's a lot of, you know, yes, you are not investing a ton of it. You know, a lot of, oh, that's another thing, right? A lot of the uh, um, uh, transfers that happened, the players came in, were a lot of loans as well, or just very, uh, you know, low, um, what's it called? Margin of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Low risk that, that in a way it kind of works out, you know, right. If, if you would have completely, you know, paid for Taguino, what we paid for Bahamich and not hit on it, uh, you know, we would be completely, definitely everybody goes out there and, and gets, you know, bannered. They said already, you know, maybe Pat Onstead is Matt, Matt, Matt Jordan 2.0. We won't get that far, but, but you guys understand my point, right. Um, Christian, what did you want to add, man? No, uh, just kind of in the same thought of uh, of Rodrigo. It's not it's not that I'm against the whole plea the kid stuff, but I don't. I think um, like there's a time and a place, you know, quote unquote or whatever. And I don't I don't think just throwing the kids out there will do any good, honestly. Um, just because, honestly, I mean I've I've watched the Dynamo Dos a lot, and and yes, we do have quality players. Like you can name you know a few off the top of your head and. You know, just to not, you know, talk down on anybody or talk up or somebody or to, you know, blow smoke up their ass. I'm not going to say names, but, you you know, we know who they are. We know who who the ones that are looking, you know, for a better projection into the future, you know, national team call-up or youth national team call-up, you know, going into the Olympics, like a bunch of stuff like that. And and there's guys that have a bright future in front of them. And then there's a lot of guys that are, are kind of fighting for a spot. You know, they're they're getting older in age. I mean, nowadays soccer has become such a, you know, age in soccer is like it's crazy because like at 16, 17, you know, like you should be already kind of scratching it your way into like the first team in a way, you know, in some clubs. Um but I mean I think the whole op, you know, having op, the whole loaning option. I think that should we should you know start putting that to use you know, but see I think I think to answer that though technically MLS Next Pro kind of you know throws it away you know and it, the loan system yes yes but no because I I I see what you're saying but I mean every team in the in the English Premier League has has a second team yeah. and they no, still I... loan out players you know it's I don't. I just think it would do harm. It would do harm not only to 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 the second team or whatever Kenny Bundy is trying to build, but to the first team. I mean, just because you know your team is shit doesn't mean that you can just play whoever the fuck they want. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, still, yeah. I think I think there still has to. You know, I talked about it last time. Like, if you're gonna lose, lose with dignity. You know what I'm saying? Like, lose fighting, lose kind of trying. You know, lose. You know, with dumbass mistakes, but you know, just know that you gave it your all. Yeah. And and you know, it's, it, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. First of all, because you know, it's just a, a giant disrespect to to you know professional players, and 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 it's also I think it's a disrespect to the fans. You know, if you have like players like you know just to throw out some names like Parker and Teenage that are getting paid you know a gazillion dollars, and you're gonna throw uh you know uh what's his face uh da Silva whatever is yeah, Silva. We keep mm-hmm. forgetting his name. Or, you know, Talon Maples, even though I love, you know, Talon Maples and, you know, the energy he brings to Dynamo Dos, 
but you know just kind of having those players there is just kind of, you know it's it's somewhat disrespectful you know to to the professional but even soccer, though man, that that's how it goes it, it is it is soccer but i think there's still some you know unwritten rules in soccer that you know it's just that, i mean you know i don't know not, i just but i don't think kids should be played just because you, your team well, if that was the kids and messi would have never overthrow ronaldinho and i'll end with that uh what do, you, what do you mean what do you mean hold on yeah i mean you, mean? Uh, you know messi got a chance and was able to you know be one of the best players in the world no, you know, you, no, no. That, that's what i'm saying though you know but i mean that's just extreme ever. but it's but, fucking but, messy but doesn't matter how many right <laughs> <laughs> like that's terrible yeah yeah i mean we don't we don't yeah i'll help out rudy look at uh spain's national team who's their best midfielders yeah, a couple of teenagers I they're, they're and, Pedri, and, Pedri, yeah, Pedri. Yeah. They're like seven, but they're but they're star. They're that's no, what I'm for though. sure. I mean, like, these are next level players. That are like they're one right, of the kind guys. Have to start Pedri, I mean, Pedri's a know. fucking beast. You know, yeah. he he's he is probably one of the greatest players out there. And, that, and you know, it just happens that he's known, but he's not like super known. You know, he's not being named with like you know. Me personally, I don't even like what well, I'm lying. I was gonna say I don't like Pogba, but. I I I kind of don't like Pogba, but his name is so like in stars. But, you know what but I mean. That's, but what Hermione is trying to say as well, and is the fact that you have to give the kids a chance. You know, just yeah. But you don't. You, but you don't give them chance in the professional setting, like in the professional, in in in, in an MLS. Just because you're having a shitty season doesn't mean you get to put whoever. It's I not. Think, it's not time for for chances and see what they have. I, I think that's I mean, why you have you open cups playoffs, but let me yeah, let me change this. That's also the thing, this. you know. Technically, we're still you've, been, playoffs, you've so. been there, Sorry. you know. Maybe soaking in all this, all this uh, <laughs> ramble that Christian has gone through here, man. marinating. Yeah, exactly. Let it kind of sink in, man. Chimichurri what are your thoughts over here? here? My, my chimichanga thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you have to be at this point, like like. I think Rudy said, "What do you have to lose?" Or was it Rodriguez? What do you have to lose now? What's like, let's use the kids. We're about to lose some of them. We're never seeing them ever again. Are they somebody potentially that could do something for us right now? We know that the team can cannot perform, and their 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 IQ is low. And so let's get in some of these kids, and the potential could be there. We just need to see them at another level. Maybe they perform at a different at a at a different level. I'm I'm foreseeing the kids right now, especially when we're in the situation we're in. But you know, what's not, the not, not to not to be an asshole, not to be an asshole. Okay, but, let it go, man. But I'm gonna say, Let's go. yeah, no, it's nothing personal. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I, see I, think, you, I think if you if you put those kids out there, it's it's kind of degrading the club as a whole because you're basically saying your club is is a joke. Because you get to throw. I think I think people are going to look at. Imagine if you are, you know, from the outside looking in. Yeah, I think nobody takes it serious either way, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, nobody takes you serious, but just because nobody takes you serious doesn't mean that you have to like you have to play the best of the best every single game. Okay, but if those players are not doing anything, then what are you going to put an unproven kid in there? Yeah, but I mean, you put them in there and you still lose two one. How do you? How do you? Put, how do you prove them? Who cares? How do you prove them? Yeah, you, you, you prove have to them give them by... an opportunity. No. I love, I love. This is this is what I brought. You know, Christian. What if we have a mess to go into? I don't know if you guys ever listened to the the episode of the Superstar. 
this is we're going the the same way right here. The super sub, the super sub rap. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't no, know. No, I think it's disrespectful. Like I, I get what Christian's saying, but at the same time, like Thank we're not you. expecting them to play everyone. Like throw in a little bit more Avila, you know. Throw in Palomino. Yeah. Throw in Thor. One guy, yeah, yeah. Throw in, yeah, yeah. Not, not uh, Da Silva or Silva. You know, yeah, you throw them in there in a mix, but yeah. and you do sub for sub. So you know, if you want to play Avila, you sub them out for Thor, you know, or whatever. And, and, sub in. and that's what I've been saying. You know? and that's what like, we, that's what we've been doing though. That's what we've been doing. But now that no, the season winding down, saying. we need to do it more. We need to do two or three players at a time. You don't yeah, want the whole. Not, I mean, we have five. Keep the we have five going. Like, do you want to see more for Baird? Yeah. At this point, you know, like, do you want to see that? Do you want to see more of um, Parker Steris, or do you want to see Bartlow just to see we have potential in him? And do you want to keep seeing them, or do we rather just see Palomino to just to see what he can show? I feel like it's kind of like men for men, but yeah, Herman. I just want to add on real quick. When I go to these games um, and we lose, you know, with the first team and, you know, like in fashion that we've been doing, it's kind of depressing, you know. But if we lost with these youngsters out there, like to me, it, that's easier for me to cope as a as a fan, you know, like, OK, is there development? I understand growing pains. Like, it's more easy for me to cope as a fan. I just want to say that. That's Especially it. Yeah, but, 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 the, but the, the MLS is not a development league. The MLS Next Pro is the development league. The MLS the is, a, is a development team right now. That, yeah. But that's the whole different. That's a whole different, the a whole different conversation, though. But, but that's a whole different conversation, though. Look, if the if the talent was there, right? If you were, I mean, even but if, it isn't. No, exactly. <laughs> that's why. That's exactly what you have to slow. But, but the, transition. But the talent, for, see, you answered your but, own but, question, bro. But, but no, but I wasn't talking about the first team. But I wasn't talking about the first team. No, I was, that, talking about, I was talking no. about the second team. Yeah, but like I'm saying, well, <laughs> some play. I mean, we know that some players. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Edwards. I don't want him to Dynamo. I mean, can we say that? I mean, it sounds awful. Are you, like, you, you know, said the, it. Guy, <laughs> the the guy, you know, a 26 year old guy, you know, RGV. Like, there's there's levels of like his ceiling is already kind of capped. When you have like a you know, obviously Brooklyn Reigns is the obvious one that everybody's going to point to because, you know, for any of us that has, you know, watched Dynamo Dose or live or on TV, you see the talent that this kid has compared to, again, a player that's been out there for, you know, for quite a while. You want to see the younger guy get some minutes, get some action, because that's the only way you're going to find out if he's going to cut it or not. The chances of making it in a professional soccer team is very slim. So, but, you know, out of all those, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather it now than be during the preseason because yeah. when we start them in the seat and they start them in game one, and then we like we made a mistake. You could have had seven, five, six, four games. I mean, even before, even if you go as back as like uh, what's his name, Andre Gato, right? Kid is what fourteen, fifteen. No. I mean, you want, you, you want to play him like too? He could be the next Albert Delis, but that's the thing. He's young, you know? But you you want to play him too in the, in the first team or what? No, I mean, he still has I mean, give, to... give him a try, though. He's good. But what I'm saying is he's, he's good, good, though. Give him a try. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but he has But Brooklyn Rage is not ready either. No, but it's like you're go okay. So that let me completely get this. This is you're throwing somebody from junior high soccer to college. There's gonna be a big jump, man. 
Yes. Now, the idea is, like you said, you're bringing him to the reserve team, which is Dynamo Dos. And if he's doing well, then you throw him in the first team. That's all it is. You know, we're not saying everybody's going to make it. There's no way everybody's going to make it. You know, there's a ton of players in Dynamo Dos that are going to, that's their cap. Their cap and talent level is going to be a reserve player or a USL player. And that's okay. That's a part of it. You know, not everybody, it's a, uh, major league soccer player that that's no, okay Let, let's do this can you guys name three players that you want to see play in the first team juan castilla palomino i want to see what he's made out of and i want to see silva those are three guys and i mean there's a, quite a few others that you know i would definitely Valdez. Valdez. exactly yeah you would want to see the goalie uh even heck Tyler maples is another guy that just because of the performances he's had you want to give him a ch- shot up there Dude, you you, you oh. can't go wrong with any of the four defenders at all uh floor yeah. uh, yeah. especially i, I know, even the, like the midfield has been good enough that you know for somebody that yes. overtake that right back position but again you Lima. don't yeah. necessarily know that all those guys are going to make it in the future but before i get a heart attack trying to freaking like bring it, bring let, it, back, bring it back. Let, can i say something before you you uh you, yeah, you finish go for it, go for it, man. okay so to the heart we're, we're, we're we're talking about how our, how our players are shit right our first team players because the dynamo two guys they're, they're pretty good for the competition they have right they, they, the obvious that, that yeah that's I'm the thing gonna though, sit back and not say anything they're they're playing against mls <laughs> next pro guys they're not playing against mls players that's why they're so good you know because they're playing against the other six-year-old boys. You know what I'm saying? But so okay, you get better so, if you if you're gonna be in the first team, you got to get first-minute teams, right? Do you? I mean, do we, you, I mean the question you just, the equation that you just mentioned. But the, okay, but this is this is the thing though. So they play St. Louis next week. Who supposedly that game or the St. Louis team, like ninety percent of it, is going to be their first team Correct. next year. That's a, that's the game that we all should, like. All of us should be watching and kind of seeing who. Who can kind of, you know, because last time they played San Luis, they got wrecked, you yeah. know? So you saw right there how they do against, you know, possible MLS competition. So this is probably one of those most important games. And, you know, for the for any of the teams in the MLS Next Pro, right? Yeah. But, okay, let me go back to, to my analogy. So you have shit players, right? Right here. Lo- we have the worst team in the in the MLS league, right? And Second these worst. kids. Second worst. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but let's just say we're at the bottom, right? So, you, like these kids are, are are even with 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 these players, right? Oh no, what, what do you guys would say? Are are there better? We don't know. Or... We don't know because well, come on, you... you've seen them play. You are there better or not? No, okay. I mean the answer is going to be no. I mean, yeah. exactly. If you want to take so... it to a different sport context and all this, it's like the the Cleveland Brown. Will they get beat by Alabama or you know yeah, exactly? No, they yeah, won't. Right. They won't. They won't. The 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 professional team's gonna be. I don't, a know, I don't, I don't watch football. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm just saying, like the professional team's always gonna be. Yeah, better. All the players on there supposed to be working at 100. percent The development teams like Dynamo Dos, they're not. They want to work 100, percent but they don't know what 100 percent looks like. Exactly. You know, they, they see what the first team looks like but not in terms of other teams that are better than us. So our cap is what we have. So that, that low level that you're mentioning, that's our cap. The yes. Dynamo Dose players I'm are kidding. good enough to be on our team, but not good enough yes. to exceed in our team. That, because there's not, there, there's not a difference maker. 
And and that's my point, right? Would it, wouldn't you rather wouldn't you rather go out there and buy a new pair of center backs that are a lot better than these guys and raise the cap? No. Do hey, you uh, rather play you rather play Talon Maples and Silva yes. instead of buying better better Yeah, because they're two way better. Bro. No, I, this guy. For some being games, cheap. You no, have Ted Siegel, dog. <laughs> Oh fuck! I gotta bring me Look at like her mom wanted bring to bring me that. Ramos, or I, I walk. But I mean, just I don't know. This is probably a terrible analogy, but like you know, I follow the Aston Villa, right? And, and these motherfuckers, I know yeah, they're, they're good, you know, terrible now. I'm messing, man. Thank you, but but you know they got they got Luca Vigne on the on the left side, and they have Cash on the right. You know, as their right backs, and then they had two you know decent whatever center backs that a lot of people don't like. They're decent, you know, Mings and uh, whoever the fuck the other guy is, and they went out Konsa. and literally, Konsa, yeah, Konsa, uh, who I think is worse than Mings, um, and they went out and they bought two new center backs, and then they bought two new uh, but one it's left wing. EPL, if you don't spend, you don't win. If you that's don't what I'm spend, saying. it's, it's a completely we, different thing. What is the MLS, bro? Oh my God. We have. We, have, we, we are not. We, we are. We, we are, are not. Cap look at. There. Look at. Look at LAFC. They spent. They're they doing good. That's different. <laughs> the, league, I, the league is helping them, I think, uh, with those well, contracts. Yeah. But the point yeah, I want to make the the, bro, the point bro. I wanted to make was that um, and I forgot it already, dude. It was a good one too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I know what I was gonna say. Bro. I agree. I agree with what Rodrigo and Christian are saying. I, I honestly do. Be, I understand where they're coming from. Is disrespectful to the first team players to bring these youngsters? I, I understand what they're saying. But at the same time, I think what you fail to comprehend is that the Dynamo is at a rebuilding stage. Yeah, It's tough for us to accept, but we're here. And I already know what I have with the first team players, okay? I want to find out what I have with these youngsters. Is it is it the proper way to develop these players? Absolutely not. But I want to know what I have in some of these when I throw them in the fire as well. And also the Palomino, some like OSG touched on, he's a perfect example. His contract is due at the end of the year, and Rodrigo yeah. touched on it too. Yeah. We need to know. We need to know if he's MLS quality or not to extend this man. Chances are he's not. But we we haven't given him this chance this year. Yeah, that, that that's that's what I that's what I'm trying to fight I, for. But that's and uh-huh. and I and I understand I understand completely what you're trying to say with Palomino. But I'm sorry, but yeah. you, but <laughs> it, it, has he has other other than the 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 badass free kicks that he has that we know that, you know he's gonna put him in the back of the net. Be, has before he, you tell me, Christian. Before you tell me, I don't yes. think Palomino is the number ten that we think he no. is. I, I don't think he is. But, but, that's but what I just say though, you know. But he's mean? saying, but, but you have to give him, give him the chance. Yeah, give him the chance. Yeah. He's gonna flop, and then end of story. We can. Cross yeah, him you don't have to keep lingering. You don't have to keep a memo Rodriguez for eight years. You know, when yeah, you can, you find out. That's the that's the idea. You know, I mean, that's really what you're looking at. Just and and you know, players that have been here longer than they should be. You know, because it's not good for the club, and it's not good for the player. Right. You would think that, you know, players want to be able to play 90 minutes, right? So that doesn't matter where it is. And and all the – even looking back at – and to me, the offseason was actually a good one when it came to cutting away the, the fad, basically. Because if you look at all the players that left, 
literally apart from Urudi, who screw that guy, but yeah, that's the only <laughs> player that is actually doing something, you know. Everybody else is either a Tomas Martinez, you know, like his car is on fire. You know, I haven't granted that was two seasons ago. But, but, but you know, it, it's it, guys that really aren't playing, really didn't bring anything to the team. So, you know, what Herman, what we're all saying is, you know, give these kids an opportunity to like let them, let them tell us if, you know, sink or swim, basically. You know, let him know if, okay, if he's going to be a role player or if he's not going to be, let's move move from him. It, it's pointless to keep get, having these kids as wonder kids and, you know, having this high value on them and they're not producing anything. Rodrigo, go for it. No, and same thing. It goes back to Dynamo Dos. You don't want a Palomino playing Dynamo Dos player because you have this U15, U16 players coming in and you want those to take their place. You know, so you kind of got to cut them loose and be like, hey, you know, you're not working out with us. You got to either go find your USL team, find another team, find another club, do something else. I mean, we've seen other players who, even if, like, they're born in the U.S., they go to Guatemala, they go to Honduras, El Salvador, other leagues that they can be like, okay, we can get playing yeah. over here. If their dream is to be a, a soccer player, and eventually if they're good enough, they can make it to one of the other leagues that needs yeah. more money for them and more playing time. But I think at this point is you can't keep a 26-year-old on Dynamo Dose. Yeah. Like you can't keep a 24-year-old on Dynamo Dose. That's like professional age, you know, like. <laughs> that, yeah, those players already age. have like a 100 plus games, you know, know? For, for a team. And, you know, just to finish that, that thought before we move it to something else, I was just going to say, you know, maybe at the end of the day, you know, DQ leaves, players like uh, Rodriguez leaves, and then Palomino takes one of those spots. That's all you're doing, right? Because at the end of the day, you can't necessarily move away from everybody. Yeah, it's and That's my point. You keep making that face, bro, but you can't necessarily go out and just completely buy a new club. The idea is to always work the academy. Successful teams build an academy so you can – Hey, you know, Palomino played two, three good games, sell them. You know, like you move people. Like, because at the end of the day, you know, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe those six, you know, free kicks that he scored, that's it. That's all you got. But someone needs that, you know, and you can make a couple, you know, 100,000 or whatever it is. You know, you're not making millions out of this kids. But let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you this if Palomino was good enough to be in this team, in this first team, he would be playing in this first team. He Palomino, Palomino. Bro, he went on okay, loan to a USL team, a Charlotte Independence team. Honestly, I didn't see not one game of that. Of that, he played very he well. There. If I he played know. very well, why isn't he in the first team consistently? Because you have Coco, who's a Panamanian international. You have Ache Ache, who's a. They don't play the same position. He's an he's an attacking mid. Those two, play, like those two, those two play. Those two play. If he That's was that good. If he was that, but yeah, but they're he's not attacking mid. They're defend. They're defending. He's he plays like a number ten, right? Where Quintero would okay, play. DQ. Yeah, DQ, Memo. You have Acha Acha play in there. You, you have Coco do you got, Do you think he's better than Memo? I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah, bro. If Hell he was yeah. better than if he so. was better than Memo, he would be playing in place in the in his place. He would take his place. Exactly. We, we feel like you. The problem is Paulo and the staff doesn't give him the opportunity because they give him the opportunity every day in practice. 
he's good enough to be out but we've seen him on the bench you know we've seen him get called up yes he doesn't get called up to the starting team Mm -hmm. but i feel like i feel like in terms of comparing him to the what he was what do you say osg didn't Allen Iverson suck at practice? <laughs> okay, but but that's a look. Look at this. Uh, uh, what's his face? The forward. Where, where, I forget Thor? the one. No, no, the the one that Avila. Avila, Avila. How how come he got a chance? How come we he because we don't have a wing. We don't have wing. Exactly. Exactly. Like he won. Midfielder. He he won his position over Baird over Pasher. He moved on Pasher. Right. Avila we, moved on. Exactly. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Pasha was good. Pasha was good in the but, USL. He came in and he played decently in the MLS. He was able to to make a move and actually gain a spot. He he lost his spot. But right? we didn't. So he, whenever Pasha came in, we didn't have anybody else. We, we had already lost like uh, Arvin. But we had we had Palomino in in. But he's in, not a in, winger. In it's just ranks. completely different. Right now, he's facing a very good lineup of players that you know. He's behind Memo Rodriguez. And again, oh, yeah. the season all is I'm not saying, over. All I'm the saying is not over. They were, There's they seven were good, games left. Wait, this is my thing. There's seven games left. Maybe they lose against LA or AFC or LAFC midweek. And we have to see somebody else step in against Seattle. That That's my thing. This is when you start seeing that transition. Now, if you win against LAFC, then maybe he's going to try to keep another competitive team. You know, this is the what ifs of the game. But until we are still not eliminated for the playoffs, he's going to try to put his best lineup out there for whatever that is. And OSG, I want you to you know throw another topic out there, and we'll kind of start moving towards the end of this, man. All right. Throw you want me to throw another topic out there? Oh wow! Yeah, again, man, you know I've seen you again. You you've been thinking, you've been kind of in the background a little bit. I, no, I I better. just been listening. I, I've just been disagreeing with Christian the whole time. I just. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like we all disagree with Christian mostly. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Every week, I'm, right, I'm okay. Right. I'm okay to be alone. Somebody out there, please. <laughs> right, right, right. It's solo. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, just, I, man. Ahead, he's not man. wrong. He's not. I just want to say something. Christian is not wrong about if Palomino had the talent, yeah. he would be playing. It, I just firmly believe that the staff doesn't give him the chance. I think they should but, just so we can see that he he's not good enough, and then we can move on. You know, yeah, yeah. that's all I want to say. So, pa, so Palomino, let's understand something. I, I, Nagamore keeps bringing him up and puts him on the bench, but doesn't use it. There has so to be a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, he sees something, but why isn't he not using the guy? He just backs off, and and we know Nagamore's he's tactically sucks as a coach, just tactically sucks. So that's why Palomino doesn't play. But this weekend, we put him on the bench for Dynamo. And then we did not use them against Minnesota. Granted, it's a back-to-back game, so I understand why we didn't use them. But I don't know if they didn't play this weekend at all. Yeah. So it, it's sometimes it's confusing. But man, let's we we do need to get Palomino. We resigned last year. We brought him back this year, and we now we have to resign him again. Uh, Palomino's not staying, guys. He's gone. So we have seven games left to give him an opportunity to try to persuade him to stay, if he's good enough to stay. We need to play some of these kids and just just move on from this. And let's yep. get into the. Yeah, we got we got to try something. Nothing's working right now. Yep. Oh, you have your hand raised. I'm not even. No, because <laughs> no, because the OSG said that we have to persuade Palomino to stay. It should be the other way around. The player should should persuade the club to 
for them to do something to make him stay, right? Like that's what, and that's what you know. Kenny Bundy always talks about, you know, getting that second contract. You know, Avila got a contract for a year. Did he do enough to get another year added to his contract as a professional? You know, yeah. I think, I think he did. Honestly, I think the kid did well. And and you know, good, he we haven't boys. seen a goal. We haven't seen a goal, but I think that, like OSG said, you know, he hustles. He tries one on ones. He he pushes forwards. He runs for every ball, and that's what you want to see: passion. And a guy that, you know, actually earned his spot. Check this, like, this dude... Check this out. Go ahead. Check this out. And that's exactly why the Teguinho thing felt so bad. Why, you know, when you had an Avila who came out of, quote-unquote, your academy team, and you spend basically nothing on him, and he's performing much better than the guy that you went in, you know, wasted a transfer on. You know, that's why these guys need to, you know, be moved into the team. And I agree. I realize here for the future, man, you know, whatever it is, you know, we're going to have a lot of wings out, you know, whether it be, you know, Corey Berry. I mean, we have a list. We we know it. We've kind of talked about it. We all have basically molded over a million times, but anyway, that's the guy that that's what you see from the other guys. Anyways, Christian, go. Something about Avila. If if you don't mind me real quickly, one of, one of the, one of the reasons (laughs) I like him as well is because, um, like in MLS, it's a physical league, yeah. you know, and, and the guy is built. The guy is built and has great physical traits as well. That's one of the reasons I, I, I like him as well. But I, I like what I saw from him in Open Cup. Yeah, I wish he was given more minutes. I think he can be a good winger, man. I would start him, honestly. Yeah. 60 minutes, okay. And, and bring in a sub or whatever, especially during these weeks where we got a weekend and a and a weekday game, yeah. you know. But I just want to make that point about that too. He's, yeah. you know, he's built, you know, which is important or, in this yeah. in this league. Or even give him the 30 minutes, you know, have somebody else play 60 and then yeah. throw him in the last 30, something like that. Yeah. And know, again, we keep, we're, we're talking about and... this, be, you know, seven games in. If this was uh, the last game of the season coming up and we still hadn't seen any of this, you know, then I have a problem. I have a problem with Nagamura. I have a problem with the project because we should be allowing some of those kids to get some minutes. Rodrigo, did you want to add something? Moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. Like moving on. That was easy. Over, oh, over, uh, oh, yeah. over or under more oh. stadium renovations? Those. <laughs> over. <laughs> over. Over. So we're going to have more. They need to put but, yeah, a roof on say, top of it, man. AC. Last it is that. nice to see, though. It is nice to see stadium renovations. I agree. Too. Yes. Yeah. That, that faded orange looks just like the team, if you know what I mean. Wow. That's Last true. thing, uh, Tiaguinho, Bajamic, Quinones, three guys under what? Under 21 years old that we're have to, we had to go spend an international roster spot and or whatever the fuck they call it in the MLS. And we had to bring them in because there's nobody in the academy to play those spots. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, that tells you everything, what they think about the academy, what they think about the players, what they think about, you know, them being ready or not, you know, well, and like they, they rather give Quinones a chance at being a winger or being wherever he is going to be before they gave Palomino a chance before putting Darwin Quintero in for three minutes at the end. Well, and I was just going to say, that's the academy as a whole, right? Because the guys that we've been saying, whole. you know, Savior Valdez, where is he from OSG? Is he from Houston? No, no, no he's from Brooklyn. Is he, Brooklyn Reigns, where is he from? Is he from Houston? 
No, I mean, they're picking, they're kind of picking some good players, but they're not from the academy. And it's, we're not there yet. What's up, Herman? Yeah, one of the problems that I hope Pat Onstead and the and the staff fix is Houston, and we all know this living here, we have a lot of talent in our neighborhoods, okay? You go to a park, you can you can spot talent. That's not the problem. The problem here is we have a lot of youth academies from Europe or other clubs that soak up this talent, especially for the Dynamo, you got to pay to be in that academy. Some of these other academies, you don't. So you're you're not going to retain the best talent in the city if you have that that system. So that's one of the things I hope they overhaul and, and closely analyze and, and improve. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's very no, expensive to play for the me, Dynamo. Something to, to throw on top of what Germán says. I not to plug the the league I work with or I kind of you know kind of work with, but Volt League we actually played PSG Academy, we played the Juventus Academy, we played Barcelona Excellence Academy, we we have played a multiple academies that are playing the NPSL whatever like these semi pro, and the teams that, that we put together as as a you know as a league as a collective of whatever the fuck we are, uh, we we have beaten teams. Like we have whooped these teams' ass, and we have played toe to toes with academies that play, that coach two three times a week, that get paid two three you know monthly, and we had a couple of guys you know come together, put together that they don't train with each other. A bunch of them, you know, maybe some of them play college or not, but I mean, does it like I mean to say the same thing? You know, we have talent in this fucking city. You just have to know where to go look for it. And how to bring it in and entice it to to come to the like to come to the academy, have them you know stay there. And I think if we're gonna keep fucking Kenny Bundy, I'm sorry I didn't mean to say fucking Kenny Bundy, but if we're gonna keep Kenny Bundy, you know I think he's a great asset. And I think you know he's a, he's a that was gonna, I was gonna say a kid whisperer, which very pedophile, <laughs> but he's a he's a great guy you know to put teams together and you know actually make the kids you know fight for something. I mean. Look at this team that he put together, Dynamo Dos, and we can already see, you know, a potential three to four guys that could potentially play in the next level, you know, in the upcoming two years or so. So there's potential. Fucking somebody has to open their, open their eyes and, you know, look in the backyard for, for talent, you know, All for right. the academy, you know. All right. I'm going to back to you. Nah, back to me, but I'm going to go ahead and close it out. I think this is, has been great discussion. Uh, obviously, we have a couple matches coming up. Uh, we won't spend any time on it, but before we close out, man, you know, thanks, Herman. Thanks, uh, OSG, for joining us. Uh, if you guys want to, you know, plug the show and and give your uh, your social media account so people can go ahead and follow you. And I know that you're giving away some tickets for a Wednesday game as well. So, man, go ahead, man. This is there's no such thing as a cheap cheap plug here. So go for it. Come on, do it now, bro. You first. <laughs> no uh thank you for the opportunity um it, it was a uh we had a lot of blasts we can keep talking about this forever <laughs> we love this hey team. we're contagious yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> we're we're forever orange we um as bad as you want this team to turn it around and turn it around in the in the right way um in terms of the plug uh osg and i we we do uh dynalytics um it basically we kind of do a roundup for all the Houston teams every every week. And then sometimes we uh, interview other uh, podcasts for the opponent that's coming up to get to know the opponent more. 
So uh, right now, like OSG said at the beginning of the show, we're on Spotify only. Uh, hopefully we, we grow that here in the, in the future. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter at Dynalytics underscore, I believe, OSG. You can correct me if yes, I'm wrong. correct. And then, uh, like, like you said, Rudy, I'll let, I'll let OSG tell us about the giveaway. But, uh, no, thank you for having us on. Um, I, um, to your listeners, uh, if they want to listen to more Dynamo, uh, content, uh, uh, give us, give us, uh, an opportunity. And, uh, as always, uh, we appreciate the feedback and, 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 and the love. So, um, one thing, uh, and, and up, up to you, OSG. That's, that's all I have. Yeah, man, we, we definitely we appreciate the invite tonight. This has been a blast. We, we definitely have fun talking with all the, all the posters that are around in Houston. And this has just been a, a, a blast 100%. And like Herman said, dynalytics underscore, uh, you can follow on Instagram at, at Somos. Every now and then we post over there to you on Instagram or under my own personal. But yeah, man, we are doing a ticket giveaway for the game on, on Wednesday with LAFC, giving away two tickets. And we're also giving away two on-the-field passes prior to the game so where you can watch LAFC and watch the Dynamo warm up, which will be on the field. So two of those passes and two tickets. The tickets are our midfield, uh, upper deck on the first row. So great seats, great vision you get to enjoy. So go to Dynalytics, give us a like, give us a retweet, and tell us what you think the score is and you're, you're in the drawing and we'll let everybody know on nine o'clock on Wednesday morning. Good luck. But again, Dynamo Theory, thank you. Shout out to y'all, man. And like Herman says, we're following Dynamo Dash and Dynamo Dose. We're trying to just we're just trying to give out the information, give the hype out to those to those players, and they all deserve it. Yeah, man. With no further ado, Christian, if you want to tell the people how they can connect with us, let's see how how many you get right this today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, man, if you guys need, uh, want to follow up, you know, the, you can follow the show at Dynamo Theory on Instagram and Twitter. You can, you know, just go to dynamotheory.com. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of articles there. Rudy just shout out and he just wrote a really good one that actually I think explains how everybody should feel or is feeling here in Houston. I think we all, we're starting to see the, the, the bright light at the end of the tunnel. Um, more some people more than others, but I think the the light is there, right? Uh, but you can find uh, Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura zero one and Rudy Segura three, and you can find me at Chris Putalias. And don't forget for everything and anything DynamoTheory.com. Pages. Rodrigo, you, you want to go ahead and close it out? Definitely, yeah. And uh, um, you guys listening? Thank you, some Dynamo fans. Cool. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Don't worry. You're dead. I said, oh, oh, it so lagged a bit. Like... It lagged a bit, but you're good. You're good. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, again, thanks for listening to us. Um, we're holding down last place in the Western Conference, so you guys hold it down and keep it forever. Or <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh... <laughs>